0: Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast, which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and this week I got a special guest.
1: Let him know who you are, brother. Hello, my name is Otis Winston.
0: (laughs) I got my man, Otis Winston, on the podcast for the first time. Welcome to the experience, brother. Hey, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, before we get to the five for five, let him know, because you've been in a lot of things. My man's out here killing it. He's been in
1: Venom. Is it Venom, Venom 2, right? Venom and Venom 2. See, he's been in both. Yeah, I've been in oh. both. I've in both. Venom, Venom 2. Um, Greenland with Gerard Butler. I just got done doing the playing with Gerard Butler and Michael Coulter and Remy Adeleke. Um, Just got done doing Outlaws with Piers Brosnan. Um, you know, um done, I was was in the shy, I was in Empire, I was on um, SWAT, man, God has just been good to me, man, I can't, I can't complain, brother.
0: Yeah, facts, 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 my man is certified, in other words, so, (laughs) as always, you like to start the podcast off with a five for five, five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Otis, you ready? Yes, sir. Question number one,
2: if you can have your dream role in any movie, New or old, what movie would
1: that be? (sighs) Man, you know what? I always, and and I know people gonna be like, I don't wanna hear that. Every role I do is a dream role, man. Because I always tell people there are no small roles, the only roles that lead to that next role. So for me, every role I've been in have been a dream role, man. I mean, every role I've been in has been something that I've been able to do. But if I can say if it was one role, one role or one movie, yes. it would have to be because I grew up on it. Um, actually, I got to say two of them. The first one would be Let's Do It Again with, of course, Bill Cosby in The Great Sydney Poitier. That's a um, fantastic and, movie. Because it had so many of our founding fathers in it, man. It had so many legends in it that... People who I look up to and still look up to till today, it would probably be that film. And then again, another Odie that I love that changed my life, um, Bustin' Loose with Richard Pryor and Sicily's Eisen. That's also
0: you know, a great
1: movie. Those those movies were movies that that I grew up on. Those movies were movies that made me see someone like me and make me realize that, oh, I can do that, too.
0: I appreciate that you picked those movies because I would have never thought of those movies. I would have thought of, like, um, well, I'm thinking movies that I grew up with in terms of, like, black cinema. I always think of I'm Going to Get You, Sucker, Hollywood Shuffle. Mm-hmm. I was a little older for Harlem Night," stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah those yeah. movies you just named were fantastic movies. I remember yeah. them
1: very well when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those, those were um, movies, like I said, that that started... This young mind turning to 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 see you know Harry Belafonte and Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby and um all these actors all these great 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 actors these legends in one film we actually need to do that again yeah you know I agree we actually we need, need movies like to, that if that's what what I think you have Ocean's Eleven you had Ocean's Twelve you, you know what I'm saying you had all those all those great actors in one film, but what where's our oceans eleven? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just time. Our oceans eleven was um let's do it again. They yeah. had everything in it, you know, I think the closest we've gotten to that, probably was Black Panther. um I would say, yes, but comedic wise would be Harlem Knights, yes, correct, that's accurate. Harlem Knights had everybody in it, except for a movie where and then you think about Black Panther. They had Chad, the legendary Chadwick, of course. Yes. Um, and then, of course, the great Angela Bassett. But then they had a lot of people who we were just getting to know. You Winston know? Duke, uh, people like Winston that, yeah. Duke. Yeah, 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 so we had a lot of people. But when I think about Let's Do It Again, these were actors that everybody wanted to work with. So that's why I'm like, I really want to see something like that. I really want to see that. See a, a Will Smith, Denzel, Idris. Um, um Angela Bassett, Viola Davis, um, I mean Halle Berry. Get all these these great actors in, in one film, bro. bro that'd be that, cool. I like that change, idea. It, 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 it'll change the life, man. Change change the trajectory um, we are going um as, as a people, I believe. I like that.
0: All right. Question number two. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> what is the best album or song you listened to in the past year?
2: And it does not have to be new.
1: uh belt's best album or song see i'm 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 a big toby fan okay i love fire
0: okay. i love
1: it i love it um it, it, it gets and plus the thing i love about him and fat is their relationship i love that he doesn't go anywhere without his wife and his children um I love what he what he 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 stands for. So I'm just a, right now I'm I'm really big into um Toby, but it's this oh I can't think of um Giveion. Yeah. Oh. That's that's a good one. Give My 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 son got me hit to Givion, and then of course my um fiance love loves him as well. But Givion, bro. Very good r coming back. That brother now he's he sang. Yeah, he, his his music his music has has a message. I love that. I love that about music. It remind me, you know, when we were growing up, music had a message. I never thought i would be at that age, kind of <laughs> like our parents were. But like, man, yeah. you don't know nothing about music. Like, <laughs> now I'm looking at my kids like, man, y'all know nothing about music. <laughs> I, I do that to my son all the
0: time. Like, nah, don't you listen to his crap exactly
2: exactly
0: all right question number three speaking of childhood what's the dumbest thing you think you ever done as a kid
1: there's so many of them i had so many dumb moments just don't Um, say nothing that's gonna get us in trouble the the biggest i think the biggest dumbest the dumbest thing i've done was you know i grew up in the projects in Youngstown, ohio okay (laughs) so um you know if anyone knows the projects in Youngstown, all our washing machines were in our basements. Everybody shared a laundromat. It was in the okay. basement of our of our um, projects. I was down there with my man, um, Thomas Scott, AKA Dooney, rest in peace. That was one of my, that was my brother, man. I was down there with Thomas Scott, man, and we were showing off in front of these girls jumping, grabbing these poles, man. And we would jump and grab the pole, jump, and grab the pole. And, you know, Dooney did it. And i like, man, anything you can do, I can do better. I did it and I missed. Oh! And when I came down, I came down on my elbow, man, and busted my elbow in front of all these these girls, man. And I jumped up and ran around the projects, came home, (laughs) act like I wasn't in the basement, and, and told my mom this lie about how I how I broke my arm. And she found out and I got a whooping with a, with a broken arm, man. I was <laughs> the dumbest. You know, our parents true. didn't care. Our parents didn't hold back, man. That is true. You lie. you lie, you getting it. I don't care if you bleeding, I don't care. I had a broken arm, still got to whoop it. And I'm going to tell you about. why you're getting it too. <laughs> exactly. Look, I whoop because I love it. That's all I used to hear. That's yeah. all I used to hear, brother. That is a fact. <laughs> so that's probably one of the dumbest things I did, man. I feel you. Question number four. Yes, sir. Give me your top five comedians. Woo! Top five comedians. Of course, you got to start with uh, Rich, man. Okay, I like that. Richard Pryor. Um, huh, you got to, you got to throw Eddie in there. Yeah, you know. You gotta, um, I love the way Dave chappelle um, story tells. so i gotta I gotta throw yeah. Dave Chappelle in there, you know? I'm a um I'm a big um, um, chris rock fan. okay? I'm am, I am a big Chris Rock fan, man. So um I, I listen to um Chris a lot. And you know, the last one it's it's almost like a it's a toss up for me, man, because I'm not gonna lie. I absolutely I love Kevin Hart. A lot of people don't Kevin Hart's cool. I love Kevin Hart. His I, I went to we went to see him every time he comes to Columbus, we go see him. Kevin Hart is flipping hilarious to me. But you know, I think Kevin and 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 and, and Kat are are, are, are are close to me, but but I would have to go with 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 Kevin, not because he's more commercial and I'm not even really saying he's more commercial or he he's more popular um, so to say quote unquote um, it's just you know I relate more to Kevin you know okay. I remember I, I met I met Kevin um before he got divorced and he probably don't even remember this I we both were just starting out and he just skyrocketed and, and went went through the moon his, his his wife was actually pregnant at the time with his daughter when we met and 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 he was running out. I was running in. I was like, yo, we just started talking and chopped it up. But he's always been very inviting, man. And so I love his, I love his journey. That's why I put Kevin in there because of his journey, you know. Um, so those those would be probably my five. Those would be my five. Kevin Hart
0: has become cool to hate on, which I, I'm not a fan of because people like to hate on Kevin Hart and like, oh, he's yeah. not funny, but no. Kevin Hart's been hustling forever, you know, been on that <laughs> grind. He deserves all the success he's got. La-
1: Laugh at my pain? Yeah, great. Bruh, listen, I laughed. Yeah. I laughed. You, man, can't, he, you can't you can't deny can, him. he he, man, he got man, he, he's funny. He's funny to me. Yeah, I, great I, businessman. Great businessman, yeah. great comedian. Um, great entertainer. Yeah. Great entertainer. And then his last his movie roles that he's been doing lately. Oh, the one he just did with Wesley? Good. Yeah. True story. Good. And then Fatherhood. Like, Fatherhood was really good. He's showing a different, you know, depth and of 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 that he can tap into. So I, I truly respect that, man. I respect that. Definitely. I do too. I like it. Good great answers.
2: All
0: right. Question number five. Zombie Apocalypse happens Walking Dead style. That's a show you should have probably been on. You should have been like, oh, at least a season of Walking Dead.
1: Alright, anyway, nevertheless. I, I didn't get that, but I did do zombie land. I did do zombie land. Right.
0: Okay, zombie land is dope. Okay, I like that. So you should know a little bit about this. Zombie apocalypse is happening, walking dead style. You're gonna take five things with you to go out in the world to survive. Pets and the family don't count because they automatically go with you. What are the five things? Anything you want to take out in that world to survive with?
1: Oh <sighs> first thing is is unlimited ammunition. I'll, I'll accept that answer. That's smart. <laughs> Unlimited ammunition. Um, um, second, I'm taking. Um, what kind of gun? Because you're gonna need a gun for the ammunition. Oh, I got, I got that. I'm, I'm taking an AK. I'm. Just, <laughs> I'm just spraying. I don't, I'm not pow. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm not Arsenio off a of Harley. Yes. I'm like pow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need the. I need the. I gotta, I gotta spray you. Um, canned foods, of course. Okay. Uh, I, I need canned foods. Um, so, so that we can eat. Um, um,
2: um That's a good question. Um, a
1: lot of. She's a zombie. So, so we gotta hide. Yeah, um, you gotta be so, prepared for this because you know, yeah, you, everything yeah, I, with COVID might might be too far from that. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, I'm 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 kind of I'm not a see see my brother Junior would have been great for his answer because I call him the Black MacGyver. This dude <laughs> can do anything. Um, actually, I you said family already go with you, so as long as he with me, I'm I'm going I'm going survive. Okay, um, so I, I would have to say some type of um 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 me personally, some type of tools to, to, um, hmm. see, I'm going to try to head towards the water. So I'm going to need some tools I can fish with. See, you've never seen zombies swim. So I'm heading towards the water. I've never seen a movie where where, where zombies swim. I could be wrong. I will say this. I think this was in a fear of the walking dead
0: episode. They don't swim. But they they can they can float and they can um they sink under the great water. They can float. Yeah, because their body gets bloated with the, like with the water and stuff. It was on Fear of Walking Dead, so it has to be
1: true. I, I, I haven't watched. <laughs> I haven't even seen an episode of that, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, so I, I would have to say um, um, lighter fluid and 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 matches, unlimited okay. matches. I need to be able. To, start fires and then catch catch them on fire as well okay um, and shoot um um
2: i can only take a shoot oh,
1: sleeping bags i don't know bro sleeping something, bags something, is good sleeping bags are real good yeah 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 sleeping bags bro um because me what i want to say is and i know it won't be at happen because you know i want the rv but then you need gas for that rv should give me an electric rv how about that a, 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 a rv that, that, that that's 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 ran on sunlight Now, now i'm trying I, to think is that a thing yet i don't know that seems like it should would, be a thing that's what i would want a, a, a bulletproof zombie proof rv that's ran on sunlight i'm good you can't get in <laughs> that sounds like a good idea Like <laughs> that. Like, I survived. Yeah. Bulletproof, zombie proof RV. I don't even gotta leave. I got food in there. Yeah. You know, I can cook. I got my canned goods. Yeah. One of us need to holler at Elon
0: Musk. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> make, us, make us a, bulletproof, a zombie-proof, bulletproof, solar powered RV. So, RV. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so man, <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Yeah. What got you into acting, man?
1: Where did your journey start with acting? How does you even know you want to be an actor for that matter? I I didn't know I wanted to be an actor. That's what's funny. Um, I didn't know, but I did know. Does that make sense? See, yes. sometimes, you know, God gives you little little nuggets as kids. Um, everybody who knows me knows this. Um, I, I, I grew up stuttering. I couldn't talk until I was 11. I couldn't properly talk until I was 11 years old. So the way I would get through the day would be I would sit down in front of my black and white TV in the in my little closet and watch watch tv and every time it came on i would scream time for the movies folks and just watch (laughs) it watch it so that's how i would spend my time um not knowing that one day i would be actually on tv working as a sag actor for a living um i the way it got started it got started when I, i used to write i was playing basketball over in russia and didn't have nothing to do. I'm a oh, You
0: have to explain that. You can't just drop I was playing
1: basketball in Russia. <laughs> yeah, you got to remember. I'm a, I'm a former well, you probably don't know. I'm a am a former athlete. I, I I was a two-sport athlete at the Ohio State University. I was the captain of the basketball team, the captain of the track team. But how did you get, get to Russia? Like the- oh it's what happened was what had happened was like does Vladimir um, Putin just called you like hey we need some players no nah, you know so <laughs> so when, when basketball ended you know i knew my journey wasn't over and a friend of mine got in touch with an agent and the agent was like yo this russian team is doing this 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 tour here in the united states and they would like you to be a part of their tour And the tour was against teams like Nebraska and San Diego State and and all these different colleges. And I went and balled the flip out. And they was like, yo, do you want to come and play on our um, professional team overseas, over in Russia? I was like, absolutely. So I went and I wasn't in Moscow. I was in Perm. Perm is like um, probably 50 to 100 miles from Siberia. So I got to play against the team from Moscow, which was Seska. So I played against Andrei Karolinko. Oh, actually, actually, him and I was in a dunk contest against each other. So it was actually kind of fun. I, um, so I have that. Did you win a dunk contest? Um, I don't even look. It was, wasn't even no winner. We were just out there dunking. Oh. There was no winner. We was just out there dunking. And you got, I got to, I got to say this, bro. Your boy had hops. Now I, that's one thing I could do. Was, I was a seven, seven, four and a half inch high jumper. Woo. So I can, I can, I can jump out the gym, bro. Jump out the gym. And that's something I've, I've always been able to do is, is jump out the gym. So, but when I was over there in Russia, I started writing and the first thing I started writing was a journal and that journal turned into a screenplay. And when I got home, I got introduced to a lady by the name of Robbie Reed, who is, um, one of the biggest casting directors, um, in the world. And now she's the head of casting at BET right now. Hmm. Um, that's dope. and, a friend introduced me to Robbie I sent Robbie my scripts and she like yo you, you got some talent and then I went through a divorce man and I flew out to LA to um visit Robbie and, and some friends and she was like come see me at one of her events and I went to her event And when I was walking into the event the director of the show that they were doing at the time. It was called Hip Hop to Hollywood. Queen Latifah was, was about to do it. She was trying to show, help hip hop artists transition into um, entertainers and actors. So huh. the, That's not the, a bad the, idea. Exactly. The guest the guest actor didn't show up. And I'm walking in, the director walks out, she's like, are you the guest actor? I was like, no, man. i I'm just here to see somebody. She said, are you sure? Like I'm positive, I've never acted a day in my life. And Low, low, low and unbeknownst to me, the guest actor never showed up. And Robbie came up and said, hey, they just asked me if you would stand in for the guy who was supposed to come. I said, absolutely, even though I don't know what I'm doing. And I did it. They loved it. I got home, signed my divorce papers on the dotted line, was walking out the courtroom, got a phone call. It was BET. Um, Robbie had referred me. I booked my first speaking, speaking gig and the rest is history. That's crazy. Yeah. that is wild that's yeah that's amazing to say the least yeah bro 12 years ago
0: one door closes and another one opens up man yeah that's... bro i mean wide open
1: so what other shows did you get to work on on BET well i did um that um i worked on the game it was my first show okay um, i also did um games people play okay i've seen so that I, I did the first season of games people play i think those are the only two shows on BET that i've done um the rest have been like Empire on Fox, um Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, um 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 The Shy on Showtime. So it, it's just it just went off after that, bro. So
0: what, what was it like working on a lot of these black centric shows? Cause it seemed like it had to be an experience to be around a whole bunch of amazing actors and things like that. The shows that you kind of know that like for example, uh, Empire. At the one best. point in time, Empire was like the show that black people and just America just watched. It yeah. was on fire.
1: Yeah. And to be on that show had to be amazing. It was. You want to know what made it even more amazing? Is I got to be Felicia Bashad's bodyguard. And to sit and watch her prepare for her lines and to watch how passionate she still is till this day. Remember, that was America's mother. Yeah. We grew up on Felicia on, on Claire Huxtable grew up like i thought i was theo huxtable bro i mean i i was sitting in front of that tv like yo whatever claire said went you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah so to go from watching this legend on on tv to sitting down and, and having her talk to me and 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 watching her process of preparing and watching how dedicated she is and how passionate she is it changed my approach it literally till this day still make me realize that it's more I can do, if that makes sense. That's
0: dope. So what was the process? was the process like of getting on a show like Empire in the first place? Like Empire or any other show you've been on?
1: What's crazy is like um I just recently signed to an agency um a month ago. So for the past 12 years, I didn't have an agent. So it was and you were getting all- on all these shows with no agent? Yes sir. I mean, I always tell people, God is my agent, man. Yep. Networking is, is is so crucial. After I did the game, I got on a movie called Oz, the Great and Powerful. And Oz, the Great and Powerful, I was an extra. And so many people discouraged me for doing it because I had just had a speaking role in the game. So they were like, you're going backwards. Why are you going to be an extra? I just wanted to be on set. had no idea that, me being on Oz the Great and Powerful would be what changed my life, especially what changed my career, because I met a guy by the name of Casey Hardenfield, who was the first AD on Oz the Great and Powerful, and he—I met him because I was staying late helping other extras and 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 who were with. Me at the time, we were we were called Winkies because we all were six, five and taller, helping other Winkies learn how to march. I was staying late. I was only making a hundred dollars a day as an extra, but I was staying two hour, almost two hours after we got wrapped to help these people learn how to march, help these other brothers learn how to march. And one day, Casey was there and he saw, it, and he was like, what are you doing? I told him, I was like, look, if we don't get it right, we're going to be filming all day tomorrow. And even though I'm an extra, I still look at this as my film. That's just how I am. Whatever I'm a part of, I do it like it's mine. I do it like it's mine. And, and, and what ended up happening is he looked at me, he said, hmm, good to know. The next day I came in, they upgraded me. They bumped me. I made in the last two weeks more than I made in an entire film. And I worked on that film for three months. Ooh. But in the last two weeks, I made more than I, than I made working on the entire film. And at the end of, at the end of that film, he came up to me. He had his number. He says, here's my number. Keep in touch with me. We would have never been able to do this film without you. And here we are. Him and I have done what? Eight films together now. Wow. That's impressive. Um, Independence Day Resurgence, Venom, Venom 2. Um um shazam 2 i just got done doing that what three months ago um the outlaws i just got done doing that he just called me for another film we're about to do that's a dc film it's just so much so the reason i'm sharing that story is people would think being an extra is beneath them but being an extra is actually what elevated me
0: yeah that's dope and you've been in some very high profile films you just named shazam 2 2. Independence day resurgence Yep. Venom 1 and 2.
1: Venom 1 and 2. I,
0: so mean,
1: what, I mean, The Outlaw, um, Greenland, The Plane. It's been, the list goes on and on and on, man. So what has that been like going from these different movies? Like, Especially Venom 1
0: and 2. Like, You're kind of on the outskirts of a Marvel movie in terms of the Venom
1: franchise. Yeah, because it's Sony and Marvel. It's Sony yeah. and Marvel. So, so, That had to be interesting, to say the least. It's amazing. I mean, you got to think about it. If you haven't seen Venom 2, like, 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 like your boy become Venom. Yes. My character becomes Venom. Even if it's only for like 10 to 15 seconds, I became Venom, you know, to, to go from being a guy who people told could never be able to become an actor living in Columbus, Ohio. But I did. And not only did I become an actor, I'm a SAG actor, a working SAG actor. And I became Venom. That his character cool. became venom.
0: I, I have a question about that. Yes. What was that like? How did they give me some
1: of that little bit of that movie magic? What was that like? When, like, hey, you're gonna be venom, by the way. Well, I didn't know. I had, well, they didn't I had even no, tell you. I had no idea because the the, the, the the character I embodied my um my one of my oldest brothers. His name is the one I told you. Well, I would take if something happened. His name is Donald yeah. Jr. I, I embodied him cuz my character was was this homeless man but he was re- resourceful and he was crazy you know so when when i started acting i mean andy circus came up to me after after the first take and he says my god he said i love what you're doing with this character you 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 just you, you didn't have a lot of time to prepare but you you're doing so much with him and 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 it's because i've been waiting for a moment like this all my life that's dope you know what i'm saying um they says stay ready that way you don't have to worry about getting ready i prepare every day every morning i wake up and i'm preparing for an opportunity like this so to be able to work with tom hardy and to see him work and my scene was directly with Tom, Tom Hardy. I'm arguing. He's yelling at me. I'm yelling back at him. That's, I mean, how many people get to say that, man? And that's a memorable <laughs> scene in the movie.
0: Like, I remember that scene very clearly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. It's not like it like a small scene. It's a major scene. Yeah. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm so. And it was a part that they still cut out because I told him, I, I screamed, oh, you want me to come up there? Because I was ready <laughs> to go up there and fight, not knowing that it's him and Venom. <laughs> Oh, they cut that part out, but there's no small roles, man. People get egotistical, bro. They they, they want to, I'm not doing this to be on TV. I'm doing this because when I was a kid, I saw a, a, a character by the name of Heathcliff Huxtable, which was the very first positive black man I've ever seen in my life. And it touched me. And I want to be
2: able to impact
1: kids' lives the way my life was impacted. <laughs> Excuse me. It changed my life, man. It changed how I carried myself. I saw that I don't have to be a drug dealer. I don't have to be a street dude. I don't have to be out here um, you know, fighting and, and carrying on. I can be educated. I can go to college. I can, you know, I, even though I was an athlete, I didn't have to settle for that. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. So I, I wanted. Now I'm on TV. I want kids to be able to look and be like, "Yo, if Otis made it, and he came from Youngstown, Ohio, to Projects Northside, Pro, um, Northside Westlake Projects, then then I can make it too." Absolutely, you can. I, I appreciate that. The
0: generation is changing in terms of there's more kids who are saying we can do that yes as opposed to heading towards the street life or things like that. it seems more attainable than it has in past times exactly because when we grew up,
1: street life or sports yes, that's a fact. it's just street, street lights or, or, or sports because we really wasn't even trying to be rappers <laughs> yeah you know street life or sports.
2: That was it. That was it for us.
0: So let let me ask you this, because I think we're on an interesting topic. When you prepare for these type of roles, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: what's your motivation? Is it a thing where you're like, yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta do it for the kids, for the family,
1: I gotta do Uh, it for myself. It's it's actually my family. My family is my biggest motivation. And and actually. I take that back. My, my, my biggest motivation is making sure I'm walking in, my per- in the purpose of God. Okay. That's my biggest motivation. And I ask Him to continue to strengthen me to be able to do the right thing. To do the right thing.
0: Let, let me ask you Jesus, this, because I, I think you're going to test on something that's interesting. Can you mention it multiple times? What is it like being a man of faith in Hollywood and getting these roles? And being openly talking about your religion and things like that.
1: It was like any other day to me. I don't feel slighted. I, 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 I stand firmly and confidently on what I believe, you know? But see, I can't just stand firmly and confidently on it if I don't walk in it. Yeah. See, there's a difference between speaking on it and there's a difference between walking in it and believing it. See, see, it's easy, it's easy to have faith, but can you have faith with works? Yeah. See, a lot of people say they have faith, but they works and they fruit don't show that they have faith. When you have faith, you will bear the fruit of the faith that you say you have, period. Like I knew what God told me I was supposed to be doing. Even though I couldn't see it at the time, I believed it. Even though I couldn't see it at the time, when I say see it, I couldn't see it physically. I saw it spiritually, but I couldn't see it physically. And so my faith grew more and more and more spiritually. And I started to walk in it. And then it started to manifest. You know, you manifest what you say that you are. Remember, at the beginning, when at the, in, in the word, when, when, when Moses said, who do I say sent me? He says, tell him that I am. So everything that I want to be, I say I am. I am a world famous actor. I am a great father. I am a great husband. Future husband. I am a great leader. I am a great man of God. I am a great friend. I am a great writer. You know what I'm saying? So I speak that over me and then I walk in it. And
0: it's working for you. Yeah. Beyond working, to say the least, is working for you.
2: Yeah. People
0: yeah. like God's opened a lot of doors for you. I, I think that's dope that even at the point that you're at now, reaching places, getting in all these cool movies and stuff, you always find the time to be like, yeah,
1: thank you, God, for that. Of that's all. Awesome. See, I already told people, the day that God blessed me to stand on one of those stage, be it it Oscar, Emmy, NAACP Award, um, People's Choice SAG, the first thing you would see or hear come out of my mouth is, you did it, God. You did it. (laughs) You said it. And not only did
2: you say it, but you did it. I That's like that. the first thing that would come out of my mind. he right. did. I have a question for you.
1: Yeah, yes, sir.
0: Who are some of the actors that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? You work with Tom Hardy, you've worked with Andy Serkis you worked with a lot of dope actors. So who are some of the people on your bucket list that you want to work with?
1: Oh, of course, um, Denzel, of course. Okay. Um, I would love to work with Tom Hanks. Um, love, love, love to work with Will. Um, um, I would like to be in 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 Um, bad boys for will and martin i think that'd be dope that would be dope i think that'd be dope i would love to work work with them too because of what they have done for our culture our when i say our culture i mean our generation oh yeah and then martin what they've done for our our generation we grew up on them um of course viola davis um, I would love, love to work with um, um, Halle Berry because she, she's an Ohioan, you know? She's from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. And I love what she did with her directorial debut um, in Bruised. Um, you know, it's a lot, man. Um, um, oh, man, I love, um, man, you want to know? <laughs> I would love to work with um, Marla Gibbs, man. Ah huh. Marla Gibbs, you know, she 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 was, I mean, they call I mean Betty White just passed away. Um, Marla Gibbs is a national treasure. Yeah. Love to work with Marla Gibbs. Um, you know, um, I love what 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 Tyler Perry has done, you know, as well. You know, and and, and he did it when they told him he couldn't do it. He was like, yeah. I'll do it my way. Yeah, i say I can't. Okay, I'll build my own studio. Not just one, but my second, third, whatever. He's gonna keep doing it. So um Regina King, of course, because she's a legend as well. Um, I like, I really like Regina Hall. I think she's hilarious. Yeah, she is. I think I think she's very, very, very much underrated. Um, um, and you know, I'm I'm naming a lot of people because there's so many people I would love to work with. Melissa McCarthy, all oh, so many different people. So me. Let, let me ask you this. Yeah.
0: Is there any genre of film you haven't done yet that you want to try?
1: No, I, I, I mean, when you are an artist and because that's what we are as actors, um, you, you, you want to do everything. You know, you want to do everything you want to you want to do everything you want to make sure you. I would say it like this. Everything that I do, I want to make sure I can make it believable. I like that. Now, let me
0: ask some questions because I know people are going to kill me if I don't ask. All right. Because a bunch of nerds out there. <laughs>
1: what was it like working on Shazam 2? Uh, it was great. You know, it um, can't really talk a lot about it because yeah, I, it doesn't come out to 2023. But it was great, man. Um, I had a good time. I had a real good time. I think people <laughs> people going to love it. I think they're really, 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 really going to love it.
0: Okay, let me ask this. Also. Awesome, st- st- Fan in the nerd culture. What was it like working on a DC movie as opposed to a Marvel movie?
1: Well, the difference was um, Andy Serkis. Ah, okay. He, I got directed by Andy Serkis, man. And he's such a great human being. He is such a great person. Um, so my, my experience from dc and marvel was just my experience with and the closeness i got to work with with andy that that's at top of my list as 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 a highlight and, and that's again because of my big brother casey Hardenfield. so
0: let me ask you this are we going to see you work with andy circus in future
1: films hopefully hopefully i i mean anything Andy would want me to do, I would do. I love how he directs. You know, I love how he directs. I just got done doing a, um, um, a, a mini series, um, Iron Mike, and, and I play Lennox Lewis and just got directed by Director X who also was the director of um, the, the new version of Superfly. There's no movie I wouldn't do um, that he would ask me to do. An amazing director. I enjoyed working with him.
0: Oh, I have to ask this now. What was it like playing Lennox Lewis? And what was it like knocking out Mike Tyson? <laughs> it was, you
1: know what? It's it's at the top of my my list, man. And one of the reasons being is the way director X was directing me. He really made me get into character. And I enjoyed it. I, 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 I mean, once that wig went on, man, you couldn't tell me I wasn't Lennox Lewis.
0: I, I feel like yeah. they had to be a little wild and surreal at the same time.
1: It was because of when I put the picture of us side by side. It was, it was like, dang, I didn't never <laughs> knew that that I looked like him, And I really don't. But I do when I'm in character. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. What was the process like? training to get for that role, man. I remember the first, um, cause I had just got done doing, um, um, the outlaw with Pierce Brosnan and and them. And, and, and I just, just got home on a Friday and I got the call Friday night and said, yo, we got a part for you. Um, if you want it, you have to be flying. you, You have to fly out on Sunday. I got home on Friday, flew out on Sunday had my first rehearsal on Monday, the boxing rehearsal. And brother, when I tell you I wasn't ready for what was going to happen from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. and come Tuesday, my body felt like <laughs> I got ran over by a dump truck. Boxers are the, I mean, boxing is by far the hardest conditioning I've ever done. And I'm a two-sport athlete. Yeah, I've been an athlete all my life. I'm still in shape, but boxers and boxing. Insane. Bruh, Bruh. my respect for them is so so high. And and, and and the way Trey, Trevante, he plays um Tyson. He kills this part, man. And and me being such a, a Tyson fan, I never would have thought that I would have been in a in a Mike Tyson film or a TV show. Um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity because like I said, I'm I'm a huge, I mean, I grew up on Iron Mike. I grew up watching him just come out, you know, with with, with the towel, with the head hole cut out, with the towel, walking yes. around, just go, bopping in, jumping in the ring, then walking back out. <laughs> Take the gloves off, <laughs> and, cut the, And, oh, you and, off, cut the and
0: off. you're not even playing like a small role, you're playing Lennox Lewis.
1: Yeah, I'm playing the guy who knocked him out,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. A, a huge role and a memorable yeah. role in that because I remember watching the press conference for that fight. The That's whole actually, Go ahead. The whole i eat your kids thing and all that stuff.
1: And then the fight, everything. Yes,
0: everything. I, I remember being a kid I, went, was that kid. I don't think I was a kid at that time. I was older than Probably high yeah, school. He
1: said, I will eat your kids. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I remember watching that fight and being in shock. Yeah, I went.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lennox, I think what eighth round did he knock him out? Yeah, I think with the eighth round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just he hit him with that boy. I mean, I mean, he came in there ready, man. You you guys got this this series. Hopefully, um, everybody see um, how wonderful of a series it is by seeing the actors you know seeing seeing people do things that people thought they couldn't do like no one thought that i could play lennox lewis but i did you know and i'm and I'm grateful that i was able to to um do that you know i had a, I had a good time that's that's amazing to say the least yeah yeah how did you work out the accent part well you gotta if you go back and look at his 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 interview before the fight he was in a, he was in the United States for for many years. Remember, he was trained by Emmanuel yeah. Lewis, so his accent wasn't very thick then, not yeah. as thick it was, not as thick as it was at the beginning. So it wasn't, and plus he was very he's a gentle giant, man. He was soft spoken, yes, you know, very soft spoken. So it wasn't very hard to do it, you know, because like I said, he's just soft spoken. It wasn't it wasn't Idris, you know, Idris is yes, yeah. his yeah. is like. Yo bruh, like, how do you do that? How do you talk like that? And then you talk like this. How do you <laughs> how do you do that? Can you teach me how you do that, bruh? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's when I first heard Edris speak the way he typically
1: speaks, like, whoa, where
2: you're
1: this like, came from, dude. Now I know I just saw you on the wire cussing negroes out <laughs> and, and now you're having tea? You having tea, bruh? I mean, that's <laughs> a, I mean, you but he he's like I said, he's one of the, he one of the greatest, man. So that that's that's why he's so so great at what he does. Facts, facts. Let me ask you final question.
2: Okay. If you could pick one role that you could be for
0: any new movie, by the way, like whether it's I wanna be the first black James Bond or
2: whatever's coming out, what role would you wanna be? I would like a a great role in Black Panther. Ah, that'd um, be dope. That movie, you gotta. You, I mean, what that movie did for us, what Chadwick did, how he embodied that. Yeah. It's, it's it's so it's so weird that we only got one
0: Black Panther movie, but we got to see Chadwick as Black Panther for so long. Yeah, like he was in Civil War, he mm-hmm. was in yeah. Endgame, Avenger.
1: one and two Avengers, Avenger Endgame.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. I Lord knows I wish we could have got him in more more Black Panther movies.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a great choice. We we lost the king. We definitely definitely, definitely lost the king. I never got to meet Chadwick, but you would thought you actually would think that we knew him because yeah. he 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 represented us so well yeah. so as an actor I, I I don't see myself as a black actor, I see myself as an actor, but I know who I represent. you see what I'm saying like like like. I'm an actor, but I know if I do something that would disgrace my family, I know it comes down on us as yes, a people. Yes, very much so. So I try to make sure I, I I carry myself in a way that I can make those who came before me, you know, happy. You know, they they this journey that we have, this responsibility. And not to sound cliche, you know, and I'm going to see if you can finish this. Spider-Man, what did his uncle tell him? With great what? Great power comes great responsibility. And us being entertainers is powerful. Us being like professional athletes is powerful. And that responsibility is how we allow our youth to view us. So,
2: I pay homage to all those who
1: came before me. All those who, who <laughs> laid, deep, laid it brick by brick by brick, so that I can stand. I'm, I'm standing on their shoulders.
0: Yeah. I can tell the- that you respect the past. No, oh, yes, certain things you said, like when you brought up Marla Gibbs. If you don't know who Marla Gibbs is. Google. Girl. She's part of Black history in terms of acting. You should know who she is.
1: One of my all time greatest moments was meeting Cicely Tyson. And I remember when she says, "Please, please forgive me but this old lady is tired, too tired to stand up and greet you. But it's a pleasure to meet you. And she gave me so many nuggets, man. And I was like, you don't have to stand. I will bow. I will kneel. I will kneel because of what you've done for us. And not just for us, I can't speak for everybody, what you've done for me. I remember her screaming, Mr. Braxton, Mr. Braxton, please don't drown, jumping in the water. And I mean, I just, Joe worth more than $50,000 to me, you fool. And it's so much, so much that, that these people have done to, to mold me. And I had no idea that, that that they was you know preparing me. They were preparing me all this time. I had no idea.
0: That's fantastic, man. I, I that's awesome, man. I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's been a blast, man. Let them know where to find you at for those who want to check you out.
1: Oh man, you can find me on Instagram at um Otis D Winston, on 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 um Twitter. It's just Otis Otis Winston. And Facebook again is Otis Winston, you know. Um, I'm um, hopefully just, just keep your boy in your prayers because oh definitely 2022. Y'all yeah, ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, what what eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things of God has prepared for us. And he has prepared something very, very significant, magical, and powerful.
0: Facts, bro. I love it. I love it, man. You are always welcome back on this podcast, man. You have been a blast.
1: I Thank appreciate you. you, bro.
0: Thank you. As always, Delvin Cox Experience, we are out. Peace.
2: All right. Peace. Thank you for
0: listening to another episode of the Delvin Cox Experience. If you like more content, go on patreon.com slash Delvin Cox Experience. There, there is more exclusive podcasts including I'm the podcaster, he's the DJ, that is the hip-hop podcast I do at Mr. Tim Hines, as well as the Booncocks, which is a Boondocks review show I do at my son Delvin Jr. With that being said, I want to give a special shout-out to Patreon producers Shirley Walker,
2: Ghost Rider UK, and Mikey Famine. Thank you. God bless.